Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Stumbling Through Podcast. I'm your host, Robert, and I'm joined by my two lovely co-hosts, Antonio and Kaylin. On this week's episode of the pod, we're discussing moving back in with family and the benefits and struggles that come along with that. As always, we hope you enjoy the show. All right, sick. Well, let's get into it, guys. So an analysis of monthly U.S. Census data by the Pew Research Center revealed that the majority of young adults aged 18 to 29 are now living with their parents, which is surpassing a record set during the Great Depression. And these numbers have only increased as lockdown has gone on. Uh, You know, 47% of young adults were living with at least one parent in February, and the number climbed to 52% in July. And that number has probably increased even further uh, now that the pandemic has stretched on as long as it has. So, you know, we all have quite a bit, quite a bit of experience with that. And, you know, Western culture and just our society today has put such Mm -hmm. a negative stigma on moving back in with parents. And of course, it has its ups and downs for each individual. You know, every person's situation is different. And yeah, sometimes it could be a good situation to move back in. And sometimes it might be bad for your mental health. But we want to kind of just discuss our experiences on this episode. And first off, though, I did want to start with Kaylin, since she kind of experienced living at home uh, throughout her entire sort of college career. So you don't got to sugarcoat hey. it. Like that, <laughs> I absolutely stayed home throughout my college career. To start off, I mean, I, of course, lived with predominantly my mom because both my parents divorced. So I lived with my mom and my stepdad my entire life, basically. And just, you know, starting college, I when I applied to college, I wanted to save money. I had that in mind the entire time I was applying. So I didn't even apply to my dream schools because I knew that I would need the money, especially wanting to go into medical like I knew or I thought I knew what I wanted to do which was going into medicine so I initially had the intention of saving money no doubt about it because then I would use the money to go to med school and then do all that stuff and then I ended up changing my major so didn't need that anymore however it was really nice to live at home living at home for me I'm very fortunate I grew up in Huntington Beach California had the nice weather, didn't have to worry about safety or anything in the city that I lived in. Living at home during college, you know, not only did I save money, but I got to eat my mom's cooking. And that was like a really big thing for me as well. Like I knew that um, I didn't want to give that up because, I mean, I had the option of dorming because I knew a lot of people that even though they lived in Huntington Beach, they still dormed at Long Beach because they wanted to experience the college lifestyle. Whereas for me, I did not want to give up the comfort of my own home. I loved living at home there. I don't think I don't think I would have enjoyed college as much if I didn't live at home because I still had my mom, you know? Yeah. So I'm not, there is no shame. I have no shame staying at home. I might not be like a full-blown adult yet because I'm not paying rent. However, I did get to save like a lot of money um, while working as well as like making sure that like I actually had a place to stay. So yeah, that's huge when it comes to 
college because I was the complete opposite. I applied to one school in California and I was Cal State Fullerton because my parents made me. Other than that, I was applying anywhere from Hawaii all the way to New York. And you bring up a good point because I thought going out of state was the move. I thought it was going to be, oh, I'm going to get the college experience. I definitely got it. But I look back on it and I think about how much happier I would have been if I was at home, like how much happier I would have been if I went to community college right out of high school, because I think it's easy for, especially when you're in high school, my high school was a private high school. So they were pushing everyone to go to four year universities right out, right out of the gate, because for them, if you have more of your students going to four year universities, you look more attracted to potential students that might be coming in and all of that kind of stuff. So if I could have done it again, uh, I mean, I don't regret going off to U of A, but it definitely changed my perspective later on in college of like hearing people living at home or going to community college and commuting to school. I think that's such a good way to not only save money, but also just avoid the sadness of like homesickness and stuff because yeah i mean i miss my mom's cooking i sucked i don't suck at cooking that much but i was lazy and i would just make grilled chicken and (laughs) trader joe's bagged brown rice every night for dinner (laughs) so damn be like that i will say living at home and staying in my hometown sucked like that was the part that i did not like did you not um, like it because you saw a lot of people that you knew or? Well, my high school was a feeder school into Long Beach anyway. Yeah. Because, I again, I grew up in Huntington Beach, so literally it's a 20-minute drive. Mm-hmm. However, yes, I hated seeing people that I knew on yeah. campus and at home because my occupation is here. One of my occupations is here. One, you know, when I go to the grocery store, I see people that I know And of course, you guys know my experiences after finishing high school and how I ended up losing like a lot of my friends, Mm -hmm. seeing those people and staying in my hometown, it kind of felt like personally, I peaked when I didn't peak, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Like, it feels like I was the odd one out. Like I was just stuck in my hometown, had nowhere to go. And there were moments during my, my years in college where I felt very alone, because I didn't get to meet people from a different state or from like a different county even or a different city like everyone that goes to long beach either went to like wilson in long beach or Mm -hmm. one of the schools in like fountain valley or huntington beach you know not everyone because it's a forty thousand person campus however you meet the people that you're surrounded by and i was basically surrounded by all the people i went to high school with so that's Mm -hmm. one thing that i really didn't like about staying at home however I moved on from that, obviously, and I met you guys and I met other people that obviously impacted me in different ways. But, you know, saving the money was worth it. My mental health kind of took a little a little dippy dip. <laughs> but now that I'm graduated, I really appreciated the fact that I had this option to stay home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you guys feel that staying home all throughout college or through the majority of your college can potentially stunt your growth as an individual? Or do you guys think the opposite? I think it's circumstantial because I spent two years at home while I came back from U of A to go to community college. And I think I grew exponentially during that time. But I could see why someone might feel that 
they need to go live on their own and experience life on their own and do all of their own chores for themselves and go to the grocery store, do all that kind of, all that kind of stuff in order to feel like they've grown. But I think you grow in other aspects of your life, whether you realize it in the moment or not. So, I mean, I think initially my thought when I was in high school going into college was I can't be at home because I'm not going to grow. I'm not going to experience life on my own. So I thought that I needed that. But hearing people's experiences of living at home during college and how they've been able to, you know, have all these different opportunities still while, while being at home has definitely changed my perspective. And even having gone through it, I think it's easy to think that you won't grow as a person, but you definitely do. Yeah, I can agree. And I also think it depends, of course, on the individual. Like I have changed so much from living at home yeah like I not only grew super close to my family members and my siblings and my parents because I'm a lot older now so the way that I go about things is a lot differently than I was than I would have while I was in high school but even just like my mindset about like the world like I was so I don't even want to say this but I'm gonna say I was so typical Huntington Beach like the clothes (laughs) that I wore the way that I spoke, the things that I said, the outlook that I had on life and white picket fence life. And now I don't think, of course, like getting tattoos means anything. But now, like, I feel like I'm definitely more of an individual. Yeah. And I, you know, have like all these tattoos now. And I dyed my hair like in a sequence of like three years, like multiple different colors, bleached it. Like I did things that I would have never done. Um, And I feel like I was given the opportunity to grow within my own home from the support of my parents. So I actually feel like living at home and getting the support from my parents that I needed, especially during the times where I felt my lowest, helped me grow into a different type of person, Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. Um, But I will say it also is cultural because in a lot of Vietnamese and Asian cultures, living at home is what is kind of expected of you in a sense. Like you'll see people go all around the world for school. But I know that especially in Asian cultures, after you start your career, you do move back in at home to take care of your parents. And then they'll end up watching your kids if you get married or something. Because I have my grandparents living with me. You know, like they live in my they live in my parents house, not, you know, so I think it's also a cultural thing as well when you see people staying at home or moving in back home as well. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. agree with that because I feel like I feel like most cultures are the same way, especially in like the Latino community or the Hispanic community. Um, They'll let us stay in their houses till we're like 40. Dude, yeah, they like. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just know that American culture is kind of like once you're 18, you move out. Exactly. Buy your yeah. own car, you get nothing from me, yeah. which is fine. That's totally fine if that's the life that you want to live. But I feel that I am a super responsible adult with the support from my parents yeah. because they want me to have the best life with their support. Agreed. Yeah, I would have been so fucked if that was the case. Dude, I would have been. <laughs> yeah. At that point, I would have just like joined the military or something because, like, what else do you, <laughs> dude? I don't even know. But yeah, I only asked that question because there's. Of course, that negative stigma and uh, that's something that I worried about as well and that I Mm -hmm. took into account because like I'm from San Jose and I got accepted into San Jose State University and I felt the only way for me to grow as an individual was to move out. But then thinking about it now and especially um, over the weekend, thinking about, you know, this episode topic, I feel like 
no matter what, I still would have grown immensely and it wouldn't have, like, mm-hmm. I maybe would have had a little bit less freedom than uh, I did completely being independent, but I don't know. And also, right. like, people move out because they want to be independent, but you're never independent. Like, you always have your friends or your family for support or something. I mean, humans are such interdependent individuals that, yeah, I don't know. Even I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, you're always going to get fucked by the government somehow. Exactly, but... Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you send... <laughs> I feel, I feel like you send a text in our group chat that says that at least like once a <laughs> once week, a week yeah. <laughs> yeah. or just Good. like fuck the government <laughs> you guys need to be reminded oh i'm i we're follow you on twitter tracked. i know <laughs> we're not being tracked by covid vaccines we have social security numbers car registrations come on guys let's we have this is a little controversial 5g let's chips in our arm Bill Gates owns us now. Soon enough, we'll all have those, yeah. (laughs) Um, Whatever. Yeah, I I think if you are at home, being open with your parents about what's going on is a great way to grow as well because they are your support system. You see them every day. Weird to think about it like this, but they're your roommates in a way because, I mean, you're out doing your own thing. You have your your freedom as you know a young adult but you also have to take into consideration them which you would have to do if you had a roommate that you lived with on your own stuff like that so exactly i think just being open with your parents about like the things that you're doing or like how you're feeling is a great way to grow not only with them but also understanding what you're feeling at that moment in time um yeah 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 agreed i understanding your your emotions or whatever it might be it's an act of teamwork you know moving back in with your family or just living with your family in general and yeah it's tough i will say that definitely tough it's weird i've had to do it twice now once from u of a then now from long beach Mm -hmm. due to covid and there's always that period of adjustment of you know, you're so used to being, I was so used to doing everything myself and not having to say, oh, I'm going to go blah, blah, blah. Not that they're going to say you can't do that, but it's always that adjustment period of, okay, I have, I'm back with my parents. I have to tell them a little bit about my life. I can't just leave the house and be like, oh, later. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. But And also battling feelings of just regressing in life as well especially at our age yeah i mean especially like that statistic man i mean if you're like 30 years old and moving back in with your parents i feel like it's impossible not to feel like you're regressing a little bit in life and not um because you see other friends who like are affording these expensive ass apartments in the bay or in la or something and yeah yeah dude even right now even right now having graduated i have friends that are trying to move into apartments and stuff and like i've been approached and asked by a couple of them if i wanted to move in to an apartment in a couple months and i'm like i don't have one i don't have the money to do that two i don't see a point in doing that especially if you know with a new job and all of that kind of stuff i just i don't know i felt at first like i was like that should have been what I was doing right when I got a job and like was starting to save even more money. But now I think about it, I would rather save the money, put that towards something even bigger later down the road, maybe in a couple years, maybe a house. Mm -hmm. Like it's so fucking hard to buy a house now. 
Like if you're paying mm-hmm. rent, you're basically throwing away your money. Exactly. When no, you could agreed. be saving it, put a down payment on a house, have a mortgage payment every month. That's going to be maybe about the same as you're paying for rent. I don't know. I was just going to say um, that living at home and like for those that feel like you're regressing in life, you're not because you at least you still have the support system that is allowing you to go back home. You're being smarter. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, because it makes me kind of sad because I'll see people tweet about stuff like how they feel like, oh, like everything was going so well until the pandemic hit. And personally, like I also felt that way. I think all like three of us do because we graduated college online and we thought that we'd have a career and like jumping into things. However, like the way that I saw, I tried to find the silver lining to where some of my friends I had to move back home. I was just like, at least your parents are still here to like take mm-hmm. you in, you know, like let's think of the positive. Like you still have so much support and like, it's okay. Like the world's still spinning for us. Exactly. hundred percent. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's easy to have that negative mindset, but Kaylin, you bring up a great point of just your family's still willing to have you with them and support you in whatever way they can don't take it for granted you know because one day that's not going to be the case so agreed yeah Yeah. well i had a question for both of you Mm -hmm. because you guys did not live at home um Mm -hmm. what was it like like going back home for like holiday and visiting like was it a weird adjustment for you as well since you were staying there for like a month or so i I thought it was yeah go ahead robert you're good okay well i i looked forward to going home for just the holidays and whatnot so it wasn't like like this you know most recent move in where i was kind of dreading coming back to san jose in a way but yeah i always looked forward to it man there was no adjustment period it was just like a little vacation for me Mm -hmm. yeah everyone was happy to see you you're eating like shit at school and then you go home and you get home cooked meals they take you out to dinner you're like shit i could get used to this and then you actually move back and you're like oh no i'm just kidding but yeah like going going home for um break and stuff was always super fun even like weekend trips back home or my parents coming to visit me wherever i was at was always super fun it was it was more consistent when I was going to school at Long Beach because obviously live in Santa Ana, which is only like twenty five minutes away. Yeah, so I'd see them pretty consistently, um, but even then it was like refreshing, you know. Yeah, because I yeah. felt like I had my life in Long Beach. I had my network of people that I would hang out with, my life that I would live there, and then I would come home and feel like I was back at home. You know, mm-hmm. it felt like a different vibe. So. I mean, I respect you guys for moving out because I, one, probably could not live with roommates. Like, meeting people that, like, you need to know, like, their cleaning habits and their cooking habits and their No, I agree with that. Yeah, because that was was the hardest thing to get used to because I I didn't grow up with siblings or anything, so I, I was an only child, so I don't know. I was used to always having my own space and then going into those dorms and not knowing the other person whatsoever and like i'd be scared like i, I got I'm i got lucky scared. but yeah yeah i feel like i got pretty lucky too yeah you people a, don't my roommate was like pretty to himself very clean i was the messy one out of out of the two of us long beach <laughs> and beach so, yeah me too 
Long Beach <laughs> Beachside, we were all pretty similar. We would know where our shit was at, but the dorm was very <laughs> clean. <laughs> yeah. It was it was fuck, what is it? Organize no organized chaos yeah right yes organized chaos it yeah. was very organized <laughs> chaos i remember one time my roommate pablo just cleaned the whole dorm randomly one day and i walked in and didn't know where any of my stuff was at <laughs> i was like where is this where is this, where is this? Oh, it was funny and then that gives my, me so much yeah just well, ah. it's kind of talent knowing where your stuff's at in a messy place you want to call say. that a talent Yes. I'll go on America's Got Talent and tell them that's my talent. Maybe you're going to Vegas. Oh, man. I was thinking like singing, dancing, but okay. (laughs) Playing Waldo in your own apartment. Yeah, exactly. No, my apartment was like fairly clean. Yeah, your apartment was super clean, clean. dude. At least when we would come over. We didn't really have much stuff. Yeah. Other than after a long Saturday night, we had to clean up the kitchen and clean beer off the floor but yeah. <laughs> that's about it yeah i nice. don't know i respect you guys though i think that's one of the fears though that i had with moving out is because you guys have literally watched me clean my room on zoom while we're recording or like washing dishes or like doing something like that so i personally f- have always felt afraid to find a roommate yeah because even with my friends like i do not know their habits and that scares me yeah. like i know my habits they're a little bit over the top. Just a what little bit. What can you do? What can you do? <laughs> yeah, it's also nice to clean, just like you know? loosen up a bit though. Cause I think, yeah, I was super OCD about, well, no, not in like, not in a bad, no, cause I'm the same way. Cause I'm like super, okay, that wasn't supposed to be. <laughs> cause I'm like very oh, OCD shit. and very organized about my own <laughs> shit too. And then, like, having to move into a dorm, um, I just had to kind of loosen up a bit, you know? And, like, just kind of be a little bit more comfortable with things being not as organized and learning how to just, like, live with another. I think it's a, you know, a great thing to do, you know? No, it's a skill. I totally respect you guys for it. And I think I can, I think I could do it, but just... You know, like I have a dishwasher, but I'm the dishwasher. Like I don't, you know, like I was just in in my brain. My parents just forced me to do all these things a little bit, you know, just a little bit OCD, but it's okay. Yeah. Do you guys use your dishwasher or do you guys wash your own dishes by hand? I don't even have a dishwasher. No dishwasher. (laughs) By hand. Let's go. We have one. Even with, yeah. Had one in Long Beach, would not use it. I think they save more water though. Dishwater. Oh, I would that would make sense, right? Yeah. I think they do. However, yeah. But we have like a mop here. No, I'm on my hands and knees scrubbing the freaking granite. Oh, see. Dude. <laughs> she sees one dog hair and we're like vacuuming the whole house. Oh, oh my, my god. That's but that's how it is. So that's why I think for me moving out and like not moving away from home is because I'm so already used to the cleanliness that I have here. Yeah. Like I'm so thankful for it. Yeah. So not like I'm judging anyone else. Yeah. It's just do you think when you move out then, Kaylin, in specific, do you think that you, you'll move out by yourself or do you think that you'll ever have roommates? I think I there's there's two to three people that I think I could live with. Yeah. Um, it's Mallory 
my friend Jen, and my friend Becky. Those three. Anyone else, I don't think I can do it because I know their habits, especially Mallory's. Mallory's just as clean as I am. When we went to Arrowhead together, like she would cook, I would clean, and like vice versa. Like we had our roles, and like they were already established before we even talked about it. So, mm. you know, but I think for me, I would probably move out by myself if I could afford it in California. Pff, we'll see. Wait, that's actually um, a really good test, though, to see if you'll mesh well with your roommates is getting an Airbnb with potential roommates mm-hmm. and Ooh. seeing their cleaning habits and how they leave the Airbnb. Doesn't that sound like Dude. that should be that should be a game show. Like we should make that into a show. Let's <laughs> capitalize on this. You get one super messy person <laughs> and then one extremely clean person, throw them together in an Airbnb in the middle of nowhere for like seven years. Ooh, okay, <laughs> seven years? <laughs> Damn. Tank? We literally said Shark Tank. <laughs> no, but I would probably move in by myself. Yeah. But I'm also really scared of like getting murdered. So fair enough. Might just live at home forever. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I don't know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Roommates are kind of just a gamble, though. Like, you can message someone on a Facebook page or whatever it is, but odds are they're not going to be anything like they tell you they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I remember I put on my application for my dorm freshman year that I was very clean. <laughs> Which was not, I, I went into it thinking, all right, I'm going to change. I'm going to be super clean, yeah. very organized. Well, okay. The way I'm going to word this sounds weird, but going back to moving back in with your parents, Antonio, you had to move in at basically the height of the pandemic. And how was that? Did you feel any, any of these anxieties about like regression in life or were you pretty chill with the entire for thing? Sure. <clears throat> no, I for sure felt that especially because I thought that semester or that, what was that? Yeah. I don't even remember yeah, that anymore. Semester. Uh, actually, no, it started in the fall. I would say that year of school, even though it was like end of junior year, which was fall semester. Yeah. First semester of senior year. Cause we transferred in the spring. Yeah. Anyways, I felt like that year of school, I'd finally gotten into my groove of, figuring out my solid friend group Mm -hmm. learning how to get my work done effectively but also have a good time and have that social aspect of school yeah and then you know in a matter of what was it like a week and a half or two weeks it all got turned upside down it all exactly we got the emails saying oh school's canceled for a week and we were all super stoked about that but then it turned into two weeks and then it was a month and then we're living back at home. But it was weird feeling like everything was going so well. And then all of a sudden I'm back to living at my parents' house, like being in my childhood room, doing my senior year of school, graduating from my childhood <laughs> room, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. <clears throat> um, I felt that, but. I think I just learned to accept the circumstances, which I mean, that's not really a piece of advice, but I think it's kind of what you had to do or what I had to do, especially with everything that's been going on the last year. I I think accepting it and realizing it's not hopefully going to be forever and, you know, working hard to get myself out of not, I'm not that it's a bad situation, but 
working hard to achieve the goal that I want later down the road and knowing that it's not going to come right now. It's going to take a little bit longer than it would have. Um, but yeah, I, I felt weird coming back after feeling like I was finally getting more independent and learning how to take care of myself effectively. And yeah, it, it was definitely a weird feeling, but yeah. And all, another thing, I think initially it was tough for me to feel like I was independent when having to tell my parents, Hey, I'm going here. I'm doing this, blah, blah, blah. Versus when I was at school, just doing whatever the fuck you wanted, doing whatever, whatever the fuck I you wanted. wanted. Yeah. It doesn't matter if I <laughs> wanted to go, I don't know, do something on a weekday, whatever it was. So that was also a weird thing, feeling like I lost some of that independence. But if you, are open with your parents and respect them they're going to reciprocate that and they're going to respect your decisions and what you want to do and all of that stuff yeah that's what i would say my advice is yeah and also yeah. like you guys them. had mentioned yeah like you guys had mentioned before i mean you have to have a really good reason to move out especially during this uh just pandemic era i mean i mean it would have been a waste of money to live in long beach well for me it would have been a waste of money to live in long beach because I wasn't working or anything during the pandemic. I was just going to school. So if I'm paying rent to go to online school, exactly. that doesn't really <laughs> yeah. make any sense at all. So yeah, yeah. that's it. That's another thing that helped me um, kind of get over the fact that I had to move back is just the amount of money I was going to be able to save, not having to pay rent. And then, um, yeah, yeah just, just knowing it was the smartest move you could make. To stay out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Robert, now that we're going towards the end of the, not the end. Oh my gosh, I sound stupid. Trust me, I believe in all of this. I believe in science. I hated that I just said that. I wish we can cut that out, but it's fine. Um, Robert, now that everyone's getting you know vaccinated and the pandemic, it's not ending, but things will probably start opening again and you just move back home. Yeah. What does it feel like? How are you? Yeah, no, that's a, yeah. Cause now it's, it's become a different scenario. Right. So, I mean, initially I felt like, yeah, I mean, I just like how everyone would probably feel is that they're regressing a little bit in life. So that was like the first stage, but then after accepting that stage sooner rather than later and just accepting my circumstances and knowing that, Honestly, this is the smart move in such a great position to be able to have an opportunity to come back to live with my family. Uh, cause I know that there's some people who either have really toxic, abusive parents or maybe their parents have passed away and it's just them. But yeah, just knowing that I'm kind of blessed and privileged in a way. And it's been, I mean, it's been weird, I guess, in a way, just getting used to things again and because as Antonio mentioned, you definitely lose a little bit of freedom. I think most families, like, you know, if you move back in, you're going to lose a little bit of freedom. And mm -hmm. it's important to just <clears throat> communicate as best as you can, like communicate boundaries, especially with your parents, especially when you're at our age or 30 or 40 or whatever. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad to be back just be just to be able to potentially get closer to my parents because now that I'm at a more mature age and I'm a, 
at a more like mature stage in life gives me an opportunity to rethink my relationships with them and kind of just improve mm-hmm. them in a way. Yeah, that's good. I, I definitely agree with the like setting boundaries or setting expectations. I guess. I yeah. don't know. I don't know what word to use, but I think doing it in a respectful way is the best way to grow closer with your parents and have them understand where you're coming from because I've gotten into it with my parents before just being frustrated and letting that frustration come out in talks with them and then it ends up turning into an argument and by no means am I like oh I hate living at home blah 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 but you feel that frustration coming back of I was just my own person I could do whatever I wanted but if you yeah, I, I just don't let your emotions get the best of you in those conversations because if they go well, they're going to bring you closer to your parents and yeah. they're going to improve your relationship with them 100%. Right. I mean, you guys are talking about since you guys did move out, you guys did have the full-fledged, like, I have no restrictions, yeah. don't need to ask anything, independence, but living at home, those those boundaries and the expectations and the independence just kind of grew with me mm-hmm. um like i said like when i because since i didn't move out my parents kind of saw me change as an individual and they were able to easily change with me you know for example like i've made a lot of choices that they probably don't agree with however as an adult and they see that i'm also working two jobs and buying mm-hmm. my own groceries i bought my own car like i furnished most of my room um And so they see that the level of independence that I've gained throughout my college career while still living here allowed them to also accept the adult that I'm becoming. So I think, you know, with you guys, you guys kind of lost that a little bit, but I think your parents still respect you guys anyway. Of course, you guys seem to have very good relationships with your parents. I think my relationship with my parents grew a lot stronger due to the fact that as an independent adult, they are accepting it under their roof. Yeah, no, that's a really mm-hmm. good point. You know, but I mean, yeah, like I had a curfew for a while. Like my mom's curfew for me was 12, but then my stepdad's was like three. And then we compromised at two. Nice. Um, that finally is over with. But like that was like when I was like 19 and almost 20 years old. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was like one thing that like kind of sucked while living at home in a sense. However, I didn't really go out anyway, but they still treated me as their youngest child since I am. Mm-hmm. Um, however, now that I'm a lot older and I'm more way more independent and am able to support myself in a way, like they've definitely calmed down. So I think that's yeah. also one benefit for me at least. Again, like Antonio said, and like you said, Robert, there are people that, you know, don't have the privileges like we do to yeah. move back in with our parents or even have our parents or have good relationships or even semi decent relationships with mm-hmm. their parents um so we're super grateful for that and um if you know you're somebody that doesn't like at least you know that like you can at least hopefully be that person or a parent one day um but no. yeah that's just kind of how i see it on my end you know what's funny is i think recently i've realized that <clears throat> i've become more independent still while living at home through getting tattoos even though that sounds kind of weird like i've gotten two tattoos and they have not questioned it and it's at the point now where i could like go get a sleeve if i wanted and they would not say a word like they would say oh it's sick but before 
I felt like I needed to seek their approval or something like that. But yeah, I don't know. Independence comes in different ways. And like, for me, that, yeah, it comes in the form of getting a tattoo, but it speaks volumes as to how they're looking at me in terms of like, in the, or, yeah, like being an individual. Yeah, being, being an like individual. Your own person. Exactly. Yeah. See, I feel like it's been more difficult Robert, for me just turn. because of the fact that both my parents are much, much, much older and kind of just stuck in their old ways and a bit more. They're both like super religious. So then I kind of lose a little bit of freedom and, you know, doing certain things or I don't know, or just having to to hide certain parts of myself. So for me, I'm still kind of trying to traverse. Yeah, just the the environment and the landscape and figure out how to better Mm -hmm. communicate and better let them see kind of who I truly am. So I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, my parents, well, I don't know. My, my biological dad is very traditional. Oh my gosh. He's like, he'll tell me like, once you go to Korea, you better get all those tattoos removed. I'm like, hey, (laughs) no problem. No problem. You're like, you paying for it or what? (laughs) I still, I still cover my tattoos around my dad and my piercings. I sometimes take out my piercings in front of my dad too. Oh my gosh. Well, my hair was bleached and when I dyed it purple, oh my, I would tie it back all the time as (laughs) if you couldn't see it. Um, but I think, you know, you bring up a really good point, Robert, about your home life where it's not always as easy as how Antonio and I have it. So, you know, I definitely have kept an open mind about how my friends, you know, when I tell when I'm kind of the friend that's like, Oh, like, let's just jump off the bridge. Let's just do it. It's fine. I don't always think about the circumstances that they could be in as well. So I like appreciate your, your point of view. Yeah. And it's important to note that, you know, living at home, uh, you don't have to have like the most healthiest or flourishing relationship with your parents to have like a successful, you know, moving back in with your parents life. But yeah, it all just takes work. And I don't know. I, I always just go back to setting boundaries mm-hmm. and or attempting to set boundaries at the very least. Mm-hmm. But well, I mean, do you guys have any? No, it doesn't. Yeah. Or go ahead. Well, I was just going to say it doesn't hurt to have that discussion. You know? Yeah. I guess I guess we could maybe end this off with, you know, how do you set boundaries when you move back in, especially since you guys, all of us kind of have different circumstances with our families. Yeah. You know, like, how would you go about it? I think for me, it's come kind of sucks, but (laughs) it takes me doing something and then them feeling some type of way or an argument to kind of ensue. But like my parents and I don't argue very much. It's just, I feel so strongly about something and I know that they do too. And it almost is like, it takes something to happen in order for the discussion to come up. I wouldn't say that's the best way to go about it, but that's kind of how it's gone for me. But I will say after all those discussions, I feel like I'm so much closer to my parents. I feel like they understand me so much more. So yeah, I think piece of advice, don't let it get to that point, but also know that there's other people out there. If it does get to that point, that's how you grow with your parents and so be it, you know. And it's also a wonderful way for for just you 
to know how to be a better parent to, I mean, if you ever have a kid or oh, anyone that sure. you mentor or anything, like it teaches you, you know, what things not to do and how to be more open and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And also I did want to mention that sometimes, although you should, you know, try to be as open about yourself to your parents, sometimes you just have to play the game. You know, if that means just agreeing to avoid a fight or just doing something to avoid a fight, sometimes you just got to do it. Like that's it. That's in just life in general. You know, at work, sometimes you got to play the game. That's so Virgo of you. I mean, hey, (laughs) I feel like that's a good tip for everyone, though, is because even at work, right? Sometimes, I don't know, your boss wants you to do something and you know that it's obviously not going to be a good thing. And you try to tell them that over and over and over again. And then they just want you to do it anyways. So you just got to play the game. Stop arguing. Just do it. What's the what's the phrase? Like you can't teach an old dog new tricks? Yeah. Kind of vibes? Yeah. You sound like my brother. Because my when I would fight with my parents about things I felt strongly about, my brother would be like, you just need to stop talking <laughs> and just agree and just take it. And I'm like, no, because they're wrong. You know? But at a certain stop. point, they're just like, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, previous they're generations so, are just so, so hard-headed. Yeah. yeah, and they're just yeah. so stuck they in their old their ways. They have firm beliefs. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, it's a little toughy. I will say, living at home and setting boundaries, it's a little bit easier, of course, since I mean, I was at home the whole time. However, the way that I approach my parents, they'll just be in the kitchen. And I'd be like, "Hey, mom," and she'd be like, "Hi, Kay," and I'm like, "Okay, so listen." <laughs> and then she's like, "What I do you need?" I got another tattoo, <laughs> and then she'll be like, "What?" show me and then i'll show her and she's like oh my god and then she'll start speaking to me in vietnamese and then she'll cry a little bit a little bit a little bit of tears she's like what are you doing and then i'm like okay that's kind of how it goes yeah. not for everyone though i'm just a kiss ass <laughs> i'm just like it's okay i was like no we'll see it it's a naruto tattoo on my fucking arm <laughs> oh man but yeah also just setting brown or yeah setting boundaries at its most basic form and just like saying like, yo, if you could just hold off on, you know, bothering me or coming into my room during so-and-so hours because mm-hmm. I'm doing work or, you know, I don't know, just stuff like, like please that. Knock. Please <laughs> knock. Exactly. That's a good one. Yeah. Like, please close my door when you leave the room. Yeah. Mm. So it can start yeah. out with just simple things like that. And I mean, you know, for me personally, that's yeah. what I've always kind of done, but. Yeah, I don't know. I I really do mm-hmm. think though that moving back in with your parents, um, even at thirty or forty, I mean, depending on the situation, I think it's honestly the smartest thing to do. And I'm glad that the negative stigma surrounding moving back in with your family is kind of dissipating now, especially during this pandemic and seeing all these people our age moving back in. It's the smartest thing to do, man. Save as much money as possible. That money that you're spending on rent just to be independent and have a little bit more freedom. Like, yo, you can put that towards a new car. You can do yeah. so many yeah. other, you can invest more into your future with it. And it's also, Bitcoin. It, dude, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but like, also, if you want to travel and whatnot, it's the best situation because then you're not paying this huge amount of money for rent every month when you're not even there at your own, you know, apartment or studio or not. And if you move in with your parents, you kind of always have a home base. Yeah. That money that you're saving you can spend on like nicer Airbnbs, hotels, funding your travels. Right. And you don't okay, have to worry Robert, about paying. Traveling, yeah. Bullshit utilities and all that stuff. 
Dude, I've been so like I've been so obsessed the last couple of months with like van life and living out of your car. I think that would be so cool. (laughs) Dude. I don't agree. I'm just saying, if you're saving all that money on rent, you can buy a sick ass rig, just go surf every day, or like go travel to different parks. Yeah. How? You you know what I think it is, though? With my dad's, my stepfather's career and like us, like basically living in an RV when we would go travel to his stunt shows, like I hated it. Mm, That's like my mom. you know what I mean, jelly beans. Yeah, so I'm like, mom, ugh, like mm. it's not, it's not it. Yeah, yeah. For my me. mom, my mom hates going to like the river because when she was younger, they would her. go all the time, and she like hates camping, hates the river. So yeah. we're going for my birthday. But cheers <laughs> to your mom. <laughs> Absolutely, she should hang out yeah. with my mom. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you guys will always have yeah. a home base because, especially in both of your situations, like Kaylin, you're you might be going off to Korea, and you know, once that's up, who knows what might happen after that? But at least you'll always know that you'll have a home with your your family, more than likely. Yeah. And Antonio, same for, for you. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. if you ever go on that for backpacking sure. trip through Europe. Dude, You'll always I have will a base camp, man. Trip. <laughs> I 100% will be going on that trip. Yeah, I mean, I think my mom and I talked about it. This woman is absolutely selling the house when I leave. Oh, really? And I'm her last pawn. Yeah, I am the last <laughs> pawn. She's like, once you're gone, we're selling this place because it's so big. She doesn't want to clean it anymore. Mm. Like f- she's not frail, but like she's like five foot trying to clean this, like, this little ceiling with her big duster. And I'm like, girl, just... Let it let it dust. I'm kidding. No, we dust. We clean. We clean a lot. Um, but no, she's probably gonna sell the house. But I know that my mom would always take me in if I need her because, you know, I know she loves me like that. So I'm very grateful for her, her gracious presence. She's a Leo. If anyone wants to know, <laughs> um, that reminds me. My brother-in-law brought up the other day. I was talking to him on the phone, and he brought up the giveaway that you said we were doing if anyone guessed our astrological signs <laughs> and i'm pretty sure yeah vanessa guessed them so i don't know I what you're know. planning on giving away oh no we said we'd go to balboa and oh, get her fresh, yeah, we, nice candy we did or i can make her banana bread if she wants banana bread Ooh. <laughs> i would take the banana school, bread dude she lives in berkeley i'll oh, talk to her <laughs> I can also get her some other things, but I'm not going to say it over the podcast, Robert. Let me know. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure they have so... enough of that in Berkeley, dude. That's true. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I was just reminded of the giveaway that you said we were doing. So The way that your brother-in-law just brought that up when well, he didn't he listens even win. To, he <laughs> listens to the podcast. He's he's a big supporter. He was or, uh, last Thursday when the episode that didn't drop, he called me. He was like, where's the episode at? Because he listens to it at oh, work. Oh, hell yeah. And, yes, Thank you, uh, Thank you. Yeah, he listens to it at work. And I was like, oh, it's going to be out a couple That's days so later. Rad. So Robert's moving back home and stuff. Um, he's like, all right, we well, let me know when it's coming out. <laughs> we should send him something. Yeah. Does he think I'm funnier than you? I hope he does. Oh, uh, he's never <laughs> said that, so <laughs> probably not. Robert, the, way, the way Robert laughs at everything I Dude. say. Okay. Mm, hey, Any closing give you guys thoughts great for confidence. our audience members? Mm. Uh, 
No, just don't take the time you get to spend with people you love for granted. Yeah. I'd say that's my, my yeah. closing piece of advice. Um, living at home is nothing to be ashamed of and you're not going to miss out on life. And, you know, I've said this before. I said this on episode one. College is not the best four years of your life. And it's not going to change the fact if you live at home or not. Um, save your money. Make friends. Do what you got to do. Save your money. The government's going to fuck you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, beautifully said, with dude. That, yeah, yeah, with that, that's it for me. <laughs> I was just going to say that. If you had a healthy relationship with your family growing up, I mean, they've probably given you so much and they probably supported you endlessly or at least supported you in some way. Uh, so this is a great opportunity for you to kind of give back and help them out like they helped you. Oh, wait, I want to add, Robert, that was really good. I want to add also when we speak on this podcast, we do speak of our experiences, of course. Yeah. But for those out there that, you know, again, don't have that luxury or privilege to move back in or have a good relationship with your parents. Like we are in total support of you being an independent person and making mm -hmm. money and living on your own. And, you know, if you have to live paycheck to paycheck or eat black beans and what is it? Grilled chicken or whatever you did, <laughs> Antonio, for a couple of years to make Brown it out. Rice. Like we are there for you and we support you. And like, we are all about, you know, <laughs> you being an individual that you need to be. So yeah, we respect. don't want you guys the yeah, utmost we respect. Want you guys respect. To think yeah. that we're just one way. Like we totally understand all circumstances here. Yeah. yeah. Well put. Big respect. All right. Thank that's you for listening. Sick. Yeah. Thanks everybody. We love you. We cherish you. <laughs> and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening. Later. Later. Peace. Peace. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the Stumbling Through Pod. Next week, we'll be discussing building routines and developing self-discipline. As always, you can follow us on Instagram at stumblingthroughpod to keep up with important updates. And again, we truly appreciate you guys listening and all the support that we've received over the past few weeks. We hope to see you next week. Peace.